How you doing? All right? How you doing? All right? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you, Carl. Big How are you doing? All right. It sounded better actually in my head than it did when I was saying it. You expect, you know, it'd be good on, be good on stage, wouldn't it? You'd say that. How you doing? All right? <laughs> and the crowd will be leaping up saying, yeah! <laughs> uh, we'll just have to imagine, won't we? Um, yeah. big, big C here and Slim Nick, Slim Nick, Slim Nick there. Um, welcome to the, well, the first, is it the pilot? Is it season is it, one, it episode yeah, yeah, one? Yeah. Hoping to be recommissioned, whatever. Depends uh, on what about, we do, you know, depends on what yeah, we do. <laughs> well, I've got to make sure I get some of these singles correct when I, from whichever year you're going to give me. Um, this is our, as our music riddled extravaganza, I would say, of a podcast called yeah. Off the Record. Um, with a K. We are, with a K, which we'll come on to in a second. We are broadcasting from across the pond, uh, as is said over the, uh, over across the pond, in fact. On the wireless. Um, yeah. So, I mean, tell them where you are then, Nick. Well, I'm I'm just down the road in a place called Brentwood, which is not Brentwood, California. Um, this is Brentwood, kind of just outside of London. And uh, Big C is a kind of eight or nine miles up the road from me. Uh, Big C, actually, I, I'd just like to point out, is in a place called Chelmsford, which is the home of radio. It's where radio was actually invented. And uh, Big C is very proud of that. And he's going to expand a little on that, I'm sure. I am. I am indeed. Yeah, the city of Chelmsford. Not to me, since you didn't want to be confused. <laughs> California. Not, not that you could ever be con confused with a Californian, uh, <laughs> certainly with that accent. Um, yeah, not to, <laughs> not, Chelmsford, <laughs> not to be confused with Chelmsford, Massachusetts. Um, yeah, Chelmsford, the great city of Chelmsford. Nick, he's got a... <laughs> yeah. I don't think Chelmsford should ever have been a city. It no. might be the home of radio, and I'm cool with that, but it's not big enough to be a city. But let's not go into that now. No, <laughs> we've we got... Have you got a cathedral? Well, Brentwood's got a bloody cathedral, but we're not a city, yeah. you know. That's not no, we've no. got a cathedral. I know we've and, got a cathedral, but yours is bigger. And, I know. and we are we are the birthplace of radio because that is an important uh, fact, though, and that is important. Yeah, it is. Um, the um, eighteen ninety nine. It was uh, really Senor Marconi. Um, I forget his first name, Giuseppe or something, Giuseppe. Uh, Marconi opened the first ever wireless factory in this great city of Chelmsford. Yeah, in 1899. I was I was barely in my teens that year, of course. So um, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember but that much. If I can it. say one thing, uh, Big C, only about sure. I'm sure it was only about 20, 25 years ago. Still, as you approached Chelmsford on the uh, roundabout there, there was that big factory, and it was still called Marconi's. And that yeah, was only a few still, years ago, wasn't it? Still Marconi factory there, yeah. And it's got on all the signs entering the, dare I say it, city of Chelmsford. <laughs> not like not like a mere town that Brentwood is. We're about 30, 40 miles, no, maybe not that many, 20, 30 miles northeast of London. But you know, we're so small in the UK, aren't we? Um we we produce a lot of good music though. I mean, we, 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 we pack tea and sandwiches if we're going for more than 
you know, 40 miles in the car, don't we? I mean, you know, it's, we do indeed. that's considered do a big indeed. day out for us. You know, of course, the average American, that's just round the corner to see his body, you know. Well, that's true. That's very yeah. true. If someone lives I mean, 40 miles away from you in the, in the UK, you're not friends with them, are you? It's like you're no, too I'm, far away. Sorry, mate. Sorry, <laughs> we mentioned, mentioned the letter K. My, my eldest son, um, who currently resides in... Nice, France. Yeah, that which is itself, a posh place to be. That is a cool place to live. Well, that is in itself probably only about 800 or so miles away from, oh, from oh. where we are now. So, you know, it's just ridiculously small. I mean, 800 miles, even 1,000 miles, probably a lot. I don't even know. I don't even know where Ohio is. It's, it's more than 1,000 miles from north to south, is it? I'm not really sure, to be honest. Cleveland's. I'm no, a whole I'm no, I'm no expert. No. Um, but taking us on to my son, yeah, he, he wasn't keen, almost disowned <laughs> me, in fact, for having the because that's one of the hardest things. I mean, we had this on the on the back burner or whatever, preparing what we might discuss in the, in a podcast, mm. and uh, and everyone's obviously going to find out. Um, but the, the title, the logo, maybe as well, but the title off the record, the title itself probably came in a flash. But the spelling, having a K in record. I like the not K happy. instantly, but I know your son yeah, is like, against the K. Yeah, I like the K. Shaggy liked the K. Um, if Shaggy says yay, well, we we're, say we're, we're older, so we know better, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, we're just unfashionable. Yeah. He said it, to quote, he said it was, it, it was a desperate attempt for me to look cool. We are desperate. We are desperate. If you're listening, mate, we are desperate. You know, oh, I mean. <laughs> I, and I was going to say, as if I need to try to be cool, <laughs> eh? Um, okay, well, I'll let Nick then, Slim Nick, tell us what we are going to be talking about today. Okay. Okay, so um, one of the one of the one of the things uh, we're going to do as an ongoing thing. I mean, it might not be every every week, but it's an ongoing thing. Is we're going to pick a chart. Um, now, big big C, you know, we're, me and me and big C are both into music. Uh, as we were discussing a while back, big C is more of a singles man. I'm more of an album man, but together we think we've got all bases covered. And um, one of the things we we do when we chat to each other is. Uh, I, I run down a chart and I, I tell him the name of the song and he has to tell me um, who the artist is. Um, it always amazes me, how, you know, without, I don't want to, you know, I don't want him getting too big headed by the end of the show, but he is actually quite good at this. And, he's, you know, his batting average is, is quite fair. Um, I like to get so, half. If I get yeah. half of them, I'll oh, he be gets happy. he gets over half. He gets over half, you know. And uh, and and, it's, and we thought it'd be fun because it's a chance for. Uh, I mean, what we're going to do today, uh, guys, is we're going to. It's this day, fourteenth of April, uh, back in nineteen seventy-two, and what a stellar year that was. So, Good year. Um, you know, hopefully, there's lots of uh, people our age who will uh, sort of be, you know, been around in 72 or might have been, a, I was a kid in 72, but was big into music at that time. And hopefully as we go down the chart, it will kind of remind you of certain records that you thought, oh, that was a great record. And other records where you just think, 
That's disgusting. That was a real stinker. <laughs> and, um, you know, <laughs> you didn't know that was coming, did you? I didn't and know. You've got props. You've got, got props. I've got props, mate. I've got, I got, I got it all there. Yeah, and, and so, you know, you, you, you tell that was, a, you know, a real stinker. And, and, of course, some records, you think, who the bloody hell was that? I've never heard of them. So, no. I'm, you know, I, of course, other people were great, you know, some great artists coming about in that, that time. Stipulate, it is, of course, the UK chart because we are broadcasting across the pond. It is in course um, the UK chart. Although there will like be to... go on, carry on. I was going to say there might be some sort of overlap between the UK and the US. Uh, you, we could have. I mean, I've got all the UK charts around here. Uh, the US chart, sorry for <laughs> I know uh, every you, you chart are... for the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I think as well, maybe. Um, I know your wife. So your, actually... wife your wife complains that you always read those in bed. In bed, yeah, okay, fair dues. <laughs> oh, look up. what was number 14 in 1958 Guilty. in the US chart. <laughs> I don't care. Um. <laughs> right, well, I, I say I had no idea that you were going to do 72, but 72 is a good no, year. That's the surprise. Probably, I was about uh, 12, April, we said, we? so I was 11 or 12, probably the year I started getting really into the charts, maybe a little maybe. bit early. Um, but um, I'm going to see looking back over the previous years as well, we can do at some point. Um, before we start, though, I just want one point. I know we're already off on a tangent. Before we start with that chart, I want to just take us back to um, last Friday. We appeared on Jeff Stritch's uh, podcast, Str Strictly Stritching Time with style and the yeah. two of us and they and the discussion was about the nominations for the rock and roll hall of fame okay? it was indeed um i think we all agreed jay-z definitely deserves a nomination <laughs> not um don't even, don't even mention jay-z <laughs> i i want to say we off the record should start now their own petition to get i mean none of this go-go's and well, and, and in I think this is what you want, isn't it? Oh. Something like that. That's, That's the one. I That's think you know where I'm going. About. I think we know where we're going then in that case, yeah. Um, a band that, why aren't they in, ever in, incorporated or in, inducted or nominated even? Because they're not American. If this band were American, they'd be absolutely huge. Um mm -hmm. What else can get you in there? I mean, they were formed in 1962. So next year, we're talking 60 years. I don't even know when the Stones were uh, formed, actually. Probably around going. about the still same going, time. Most of, them are, most of them are still alive, though, to, to, to be fair. Um, <laughs> in that time, they've had 33, I've written this down so I didn't forget, 33 studio albums. Um, these are UK, of course. Um, of those, 27 were top 40 albums, 13 were top five albums, four of them were number ones. Mm. Singles, don't even get me started, although I've already started, so I'll continue. Um, 85 singles they've released over the years, um, 56 top 40s, nine of those are top five, and they've had one number one single as well. Probably, if they're not in the Guinness Book of World Records, then the band with the most number of hits singles i'll be very surprised uh because they've had stacks of them um well known as the hardest by many many <laughs> artists 
the hardest working band around. I mean, in the early 90s, just to prove a point, they performed at four arena gigs within 11 hours and 11 minutes. And for that, they were in the Guinness Book of Records, formed mm. at Sheffield, Glasgow, Birmingham and London. They've been, they've been honoured by the Queen, Rossi and Parfit, the two front men. OBEs. They've been honoured by the Queen. OBEs, yeah. Has Jay-Z been honoured by the Queen? No. 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 Um, and, and not to be getting the question, they opened live aid. They, yeah, they opened Live Aid in 1985, with Rockin' All Over the World. So the band, as if everyone doesn't know, it's the good old quo. It's status quo, not status quo. Or, or, or the status quo. Or the status quo, or the <laughs> status quo. It's status quo. Yeah. Um, although, technically speaking, it's from Latin, so maybe it should be status quo. <laughs> that sounds that sounds very queen like, doesn't it? This status quo, uh, picture, pictures of matchstick men. That's what the queen um, said when she gave him the OBE. Oh, you are from status quo. Yes, status quo. Not fond of you. Good, but anyway, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, get them in yeah. there. As we said, that it should be named after them. <laughs> yeah, the, the status, status quo, quo rock and roll, rock and roll of all of. Yeah, that's what yeah, it should be yeah. done anyway. But it is, it um, is an example. It is an example of how a band are so big here, you know, and absolutely had tremendous longevity and yet really don't, you know, figure much in the American conscience because whatever their record label was in the States, maybe didn't promote them or they didn't tour there or for whatever reason, they really wasn't that interested in maybe breaking the States or whatever. You know what I mean? They had... Their albums were released over there, I, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, but they never really... They weren't really... Promotion hit, no. or whatever, you know. They had about three hit albums, hit, if you call it a hit, 150 to 200. Maybe yeah. they had three. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, maybe it's just too English, the music. But, you know, if, if they were, like, in the States, they were American, they were ZZ Top or someone like that, they'd be, yeah. they'd be and huge. And for anyone who doesn't know, you know, for any of our American listeners who doesn't, know what status quo is like basically if you think of all the chuck berry songs with the you know as i just played earlier da, 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 you know the 12 bar blues basically all the status quo songs were like that but heavier and they were really heavy and they really rocked and i mean did they come up with some classic riffs i mean we are both big quo fans and well you know you've got everything they've done i've got pretty much everything they've done you know yeah um except you know, margarita time Except, except a very dodgy track they released called Margarita Time, which is just, I mean, you know, I think Cliff Richard, they got him in for that. I think, I think he ruined oh, that. They should have done. I mean, I mean, something went wrong there, but it was definitely very unquo-like, you know. That, and I, you know, back in the early 70s, just before we go to the chart, um, yep. the quo had a very big biker following, didn't they? I guess they did, yeah. I remember seeing uh, a lot, biker following. A lot of bikers biker following. Yeah. when we saw them. As I, my first first proper gig I went to, actually, was, the, was as we would call them, South London's Finest. South London's Finest. Oh. With wrists of iron. With wrists um, of iron. And were they loud? Of iron. Were they loud? My oh, God, they were loud. They, were loud, band, they were loud. I went to see them in 76. That was probably the first proper band. Yeah. I did see the Beatles live, but don't tell anyone. 
um, no, in 19, 1965. I think it was very early January 65. It was a, one of their Christmas shows they did, and they were, had about four or five different acts on, like Freddie and the Dreamers, Jerry and the Pacemakers, Helen Shapiro, maybe the Searchers. I mean, all these sorts of bands. Well, to have seen the Beatles live in any capacity, Cole, is just, you know. Well, yeah, I should have read. Should have retired there and then. I was only five though, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what? what first single, first ever single. She loves you. I had first ever album was a hard day's night. That's where it all started. First single I had. Hey Joe, Jimi Hendrix, Stun Free on the B side. Still got Oof. it. Oof. Sixty-six, sixty-seven was that? Sixty-six. I was. Yeah, there you go. Late sixty-six. Yeah. Good stuff. Right, come on in. Throw these oh, yeah, anyway, so we just, yeah, I think what basically we wanted to say, you know, Quo should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like, you know. Yeah, I think we've made that point. We've made but, that point. But, you know, it won't... <laughs> made it, that point. It won't... It will be ignored. <laughs> you know. Um, okay, we're, so we're, we're going to... How can they compete with Jay-Z, though, to be fair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, not off. Here we go at number four. Not this off. Our first track tonight, Cole, as you'll love this. It's a non mover. Oh, we love a non mover. <laughs> oh, we love a non mover. <laughs> it's uh, Down by the Lazy River. Down by the Lazy River, uh, I believe, was by the, the Osmonds. It was indeed. Yeah. It was indeed. The, the um, yeah. They, Do you know they, what? I don't actually recall that track. No, I, I would perform it, but you know, licensing pro prohibits that. Yeah, I, I uh, don't. You if, know, I don't remember it. You know, what I mean? if we were able, if if licensing allowed us to play that track this moment in time, we still wouldn't. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. down by the lazy river, you probably would have. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm allowed. I'm probably allowed to sing it like that. Yeah, yeah. Probably if I heard it, I'd know it. I haven't uh, got the no. teeth the teeth for it though, to be fair. <laughs> okay. Number thirty-nine, number thirty-nine, a new entry. Take a look around. Take a look around was um Take a look around. That was Take a look around. Do I get I don't I don't need a clue yet. Am I gonna get clues for these? Well I I, I think I should explain to the punters. I will give you one clue and then after that you've got five seconds to answer. Okay, I'm thinking of uh, someone like The Temptations. You're bang right. Oh. oh, I'll take that. Lovely, lovely. I think you'll be. I think you'll be okay with this next one. Oh. It's down ten this week. It's Papa Joe. Papa Joe, the sweet, sweet. Before they rocked it out in the mid seventies. Before they rocked they were... it out, yeah. They were still performing songs written by uh, Nicky Chin and Mike Chapman, right? Nick mm. Chin Chapman, things like Little Willie, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Pop, Papa Joe, Coco. Yeah, that's and it, Coco. It, yeah, yeah. There was all a the little bit sort of, yeah, appeal to the kids, didn't they? Yeah, I'm not sure whether in the states they were they were as big in the early seventies with, with with tracks like that. I, I I'm not sure, I but they, they they hit. Hit it big here with um, Blockbuster, actually. That was their first number one. I've actually got that on. Um, I have actually got that somewhere. 
on single. Need a lot of loving on the B side. Just yeah, there's only it. one one member of Sweet left as well, I think, isn't it? There's, it's there's, uh, Steve Priest. Steve, no, Steve Priest died uh, fairly recently, maybe a year or so ago. Oh, right. Steve Priest was the one that did the. He was dressed as a with all the makeup. Well, they probably all had makeup on. Yeah, you probably had makeup on in the seventies, probably didn't you? Oh, I certainly did. Well, towards the late seventies, <laughs> yeah. I was. I, I used to camp it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. it was a so dodgy time to grow. It was a dodgy time to grow up, really, wasn't it? I mean, most men look more like women than men. You know, it's a difficult era. <laughs> right, thirty-seven. New entry. Ooh. A thing called love. A thing called love. Well, I presume. That that is the man in black himself, Mr. Johnny Cash. It is indeed. Oh, I'm um, happy. Four, four out of four. Yeah, I, just I mean you're right, Johnny Cash, four and of course, of course yeah. we give you that. But it is Johnny Cash and the and the uh, and the Carter family. Uh, uh, no, think, about, think about the record. Uh. Oh, this is you're, you're being a tough crowd here, aren't you? Oh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. Uh, I'm getting the point anyway, yeah. You're getting the point anyway. It's just actually, it's Johnny Cash and the love something, maybe. The, is, is he Evangel, Evangel Temple Choir? Evangel, oh, right, Evangel and Evangelical. Do you mean it just says Evangel here? Oh, really? Okay, oh, Evangelical, yeah, it just says Evangel. Maybe it's short anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they do after that record, though, eh? Well, yeah. Margarita time, right? The quote. Probably. <laughs> Down three, 36. Down for 33. Turn your radio on. Ooh. Turn your radio on. We might be looking for our first clue here. Um, well, now and again, now and again I, I'll give you a label, because I now and again do that anyway, don't I? CBS. It doesn't really narrow it down. Um, <laughs> no. What was the name of the song again? Turn your radio down. Sorry, I'm back. Turn, turn, turn your radio on or oh, down? Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> turn your radio on. Turn your radio on, sorry. Turn your radio turn on. Your radio on. Yeah. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on is, uh, I'm going to have to have a clue other than the label unless you're not going right, to give me okay. this Okay. Uh, what can I say? Oh, I don't know I'll, I'll about... take a no for this one, if you like. We don't want to waste time. I don't know a lot about this uh, guy. Oh, um, it's a solo singer then. That's yeah, a clue solo enough. Yeah, solo male singer. Looks a bit smarmy by the picture of him, but, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know his nationality then? No. Well, look, he, he, he's, I think, I think he's, he's not an old crooner. Think, no, he's not, he's not an old crooner. He's not an old crooner, okay? He's, he's a young-looking guy. Um, yeah, no, I, should think, not... I should think the ladies liked him, you know. Um, oh, young, did he have a moustache? He, he hasn't moustache? got a moustache, no. Not like Tony Orlando? Not like Tony Orlando. Um, <laughs> featuring Tony Orlando. Yeah, no. He invented, he invented the featuring. It's in every record these days in the chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he invented it 50 years ago. It's knocked three times featuring Tony Orlando by yeah. Dawn featuring, featuring Tony Orlando. Tony Orlando. Um, and a moustache. No, tell me, I don't know this one. Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, really? Ray He's Stevens. a country singer. 
country singer, really, I think, Ray Stevens. Country singer. And I'm not even sure whether he, I presume he's American. He could be Canadian. Don't know. I think he uh, could be Canadian. I, I, yeah. He had a number one here two years later with The Streak. That was one of those novelty records, which. That's you know, right. That was, that was him. I forgot that was him. The Streak. That was Ray Stevens. You've got a visitor there. Behind oh, you. I can't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get in on the act. Okay, trying to get in on the act, yeah. No, yeah. I'll blow that one out, Ray Stevens, then. Okay. Right, okay. okay I'm keeping a note of the ones I've got right. There's your first, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, down from 23 this week to 35. It's Bernadette. Four tops. Yes, indeed. That sounds like it should have been a re-release or something, because it 72. actually has got it actually has got 1972 in brackets, which when it's bracketed yeah. normally. It uh, I think yeah, I, that must have been the 60s Bernadette, but for I think some that reason, was a 60s tune. Yeah, and it was re-released or re-advertised. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a 60s tune. But I got it right anyway. Yeah. Okay, I think you'll be all right with this one. Could it be forever? I think it's a double Oof. A side with Cherish. Yes. And that was another teen, a pop teen idol. And it was David Cassidy. David. <sighs> David. With a very we, you, breathy voice. You love the breathy voice, don't you? Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah he, he passed away, didn't he? Like, uh, was it last year or the year before? Fairly he, recently. I think he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, had a lot of records with the Partridge family, which was a TV kind of programme, wasn't it? it? It was. And he was the young, he was the sort of the, the heartthrob of the, like a, the it eldest. It was like a TV family, weren't they? A TV family. and Wasn't Susan know, Day in that as well? Susan Day. Susan Day went on LA Law. Did he I do? don't know whether you remember LA Law. I do, yeah, 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 yeah. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. And Partridge they had albums family. and singles. And then, of course, and Cassidy really hit it big, didn't he, as a solo thing? He did. Yeah. And the, the mum of the Partridge family, that was actually Shirley Jones. I think it was. Who was in, well, movies way back, but in the yeah, 50s. Yeah, yeah. Carousel, I remember her in. Yeah. Which I liked. I liked that film. Yeah. I quite liked Susan Day, if I remember rightly. <laughs> yeah. Fair deuce. You didn't like David Cassidy then? <laughs> it's probably the, the breathy voice you didn't like. And I remember that little ginger kid with the ginger ear who used to play the bass, Danny. <laughs> so you know more about the party's family than I do. I should yeah. be asking you questions. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing, really. I wasn't into it. Anyway, um, right. right, okay. Okay, number 33 then. We're creeping up the chart. We've got a re entry. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Nothing like a re-entry. No. <laughs> Beautiful Sunday. Uh, Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. That was another poppy record, wasn't it? Was indeed. I'm not going to sing all of these records. No, was indeed. Ah, right. Not a not a rock classic. No, not a rock classic. Not a rock classic. And this next well, one, this this next one at 32, down from 26 this week, this is this was a, I was going to say quite a weird sort of band, but there weren't many bands around like this. The track's called Brother. Who was it by? 
Oh, brother. Oh, was it um, was it an instrumental? I, do you know what? I don't know, but I think it probably was because the other ones they've released, I think, were instrumental. In that case, I'm going with CCS. You're right. You're right. I think. I think. Oh, yeah. I know I'm right. And didn't, they right. Do, didn't they do tap turns on the water? Tap turns on the water. And of course, whole lot of love. CCS. They did a version of whole lot of love because which was a good of course, version. yeah, which of course Led Zeppelin didn't uh, didn't release any singles in the UK. Mm. Stacks of them in the US, but whatever the decision was, it Peter Grant that decided. You know what? Singles. Singles in the UK. Band. No. No. It didn't. <laughs> didn't have them. Didn't have them. But no yeah, uh, certainly whole lot of love. Yeah. Was tap, tap, tap Turns on Order? Was that them? Yeah, I think it was. I just got a funny feeling. I don't know. I've just got a, I, I you know, think I'm you're right. About, I think okay. you're right. I, I would look it up, but I might cheat. Um, yeah, we can't have that. You can look it up uh, later. I, but, yeah, I'm thinking of like maybe an American band like Three Dog Night or someone doing it. But I, maybe yeah, I'm just thinking if, of Joy. Just in case anyone can't remember CCS, they were a great big kind of almost like a, a dance band harking back to like Glenn Miller. I mean, you had a massive great section of horns, didn't you? Great big trumpet and yes. saxophones. And, you know, yeah. they were a great big band. You know, I mean, it must have cost a fortune to keep them out on the road. Um, yeah. And they were signed on a rack. Interesting. On two. I've got, a thing, a bit, I've got a bit of a thing about record labels, you know, as you, you know. You say Rack. Rack. Yeah, Rack. Yeah. Rack. Oh, Mickey Mouse label. Mickey Mouse, along with uh, Susie Quattro and Mud and... Oh, Susie Quattro. <laughs> uh, Mud and... Um, Smoking. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. We don't like hot chocolate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't like them. <laughs> I'll tell you, one, I don't think you like this record as well. 67... Jeff Beck, Hi Ho, Silver Lining. That was oh, on rack. Maybe it was on rack when it was re-released. It, it was you know released. Hi Ho, Silver Lining. It's just, you know, I mean, <laughs> I just hate that record. You know what? It's one of those records. It's always bloody played at weddings, isn't it? It is. Why is it always played at someone's wedding? Shaggy, if you do get married, please don't play Hi Ho, Silver Lining at your wedding by Jeff Beck. You know, Otherwise, Nick won't go. <laughs> I might have to kill myself. Yeah. Well, like, only like um, Mr. Brightside seems to be played a lot of weddings these days. Does it? It does. Yeah. Well, it was played at one that I went to, let's put it that way. Not that I'm, you know, generalising or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, become, CCS. I mean, I think it's become like a sort of like an awful dead weight around Jeff Beck's neck, you know, really. Mm. Um, because Jeff Beck is really a, a rock fusion player, you know. I mean, yeah. he's he's pretty out there, and he's a great musician. And that is an awful song with a dirty lyric, which is just horrible. It's absolutely nasty. He wrote it though, didn't he? I think, didn't he? he must I have don't know. It. I, you you know, hope not. I never want to hear it again. Um, anyway, that's probably offended half the population. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it would have been better if, if it had got Rod to sing it. You're everywhere and nowhere, baby. <laughs> yeah, but Rod would give it a bit more a bit more gravel, wouldn't he? Oh, of course, Rod, Rod would have been, Rod would have been uh, great. Tyler Rod or Bonnie Tyler, one of the two. Definitely, definitely. Right, okay. 31. 31, down from 29. 
I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Um, well, I is that another is that another reissue? No, not according to the old um, what's it? Well, it sounds like it should be the four tops, but this is seventy two, isn't it? <laughs> You're determined it's going to be the four tops. Well, well imagine four one. tops. I can't you help myself. Them? Sure, yeah. it was the four tops, the original version, maybe. If it's, it's even the same um, song, give us a clue. Oh, uh, if you want a clue. Black artist. Black artist. Well, that narrows it down, doesn't it? What else? Um, it's not a white artist, is it? <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a solo singer. It is. That's all I'm giving you. I can't help myself. 72. Okay, I'll go Al Green. Donny Elbert. Donny Elbert. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're going to have to take me uh, up on that one. I'm keeping a yeah, note well, of these. You're doing well. You're doing well. You're doing well. I've got eight, eight out of ten. I'm reasonably content. You're doing amazing. I'm, get... I'm looking what's coming up, Big yeah. C. I'm looking what's coming up, and I think you're going to be pleasantly uh, surprised. I get, I get better as the uh, as the chart gets higher normally because they're obviously more familiar. Yeah. To to everyone. Not low, let alone me. So yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Now the next one. I've just got to kick oh. this cat out of the room because it's rather disruptive. Are we entering the top thirty? We're on the top thirty. Yeah, we're on the top thirty, and we're down five from twenty-five the week before. It's son of my father. Aha! That was the very first single to feature the Moog synthesizer. It was. And it was a Giorgio Moroder composition or production, certainly. Was it? Was it? Was it? It was indeed. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, God knows who it was by. No, I do know. It's Chicory Tip. Chicory Tip. Yeah. And it was quite a big thing because the whole riff was based around the mood. All the way through, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, of course, you know, yeah, I that think might be the first... That must have been a hit in the US. That must have been a hit over, over in the States. It was on CBS, so they were signed to an American label. So I would imagine it would have um I should imagine that would have uh, would have done well, yeah. 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 Good one. Right. Tell me. Twenty nine, up from thirty one. I'd like to teach the world to sing. In perfect harmony in brackets. It certainly was in perfect harmony. Do I, get a, do I get a bonus for that? That'll be the New Seekers. It was indeed the New Seekers. But I, I'm not sure whether there's any link between the New Seekers and the Old Seekers. Well, yeah, I couldn't have, I, I couldn't quite understand because the Old Seekers, I mean, well, I Australian, the, they? well, yeah, and I remember the, I think there was one member of the New Seekers that was from Australia, but the New Seekers oh, really? had nothing to do with the Old Seekers, did they? There weren't any of the Seekers. No. From, you know, unless unless it was a production or the, I mean, like management or something like that. Same management, oh. maybe. I was going to say, like, because uh, Tom Springfield had a lot to do with the Seekers, the old Dusty Springfield's brother, Tom Springfield. In fact, he co-wrote a lot of their earliest singles. I quite like the Seekers in the sixties. Uh, I know. Think I mentioned. You... Think I mentioned the other day. Uh, you did. 
Well, I think Jeff mentioned it on Strictly Stretch in Time, another CBW Productions podcast. Um, was it Eve Graham, the singer in the 60s? Eve Graham was one of the singers, yeah. And there was a, she was a dark haired one. And yeah. then there was a, as a, a blonde haired singer and three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all pretty tall, as I remember. Yeah, the Lynn, other, the, in the new season, Lynn, I remember Lynn, Lynn Paul. Paul. Lynn Paul, that's the other one. Should be the blonde one. Eve Graham. The blonde one. Yeah. And Martin to someone, Marty someone. Cool, you're you're up on a new seekers, aren't you? Marty Wiles. No, it wasn't Marty Wiles. <laughs> Marty McFly? Marty someone or other. Marty. And um Pete someone. Yeah. Marty Pants. Anyway, they were quite big, weren't they? They were quite big. They were quite big. I think we should mention mention that the song got used to advertise. It did. Yeah. You know. I noticed you covered up the word Coke, though, because obviously, you know, in the UK, we're not allowed to advertise, are we? I don't know. (laughs) Not in the BBC. Not in the BBC. Not in the BBC. But no, I mean, it was like, it was a massive uh, advertising campaign for that. Yeah, I'd like to give the world a... I'd like to yeah. give the world a Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. But anyway, I didn't know you were such a new new seekers buff. <laughs> well, you know, the new seekers motorhead, you know, I'm 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 <laughs> you're, you're there. <laughs> the carpenters, you never know what I know, you know. <laughs> no. Okay, I've got some strange taste. Go go. You'll probably meet. You've probably met one of the new seekers in your uh, career at some point. I've never met one of the new seekers. No, no, I've never met one of the new seekers. But you know, it's funny because they were, but they were massively big, weren't they? They were massively big. I mean, I think particularly when when the advert was, you know, no, hang on a minute, hang on, you've got to help me here. Were they in the Eurovision Song Contest? They were indeed. Yeah, seventy this year. That put. I think it might have been this year. Beg, steal, or borrow. But that was very Eurovision y. It wasn't, wasn't great. I didn't think they were massive. They weren't as massive as the Seekers were. You're having trouble with that cat, aren't you? I'm having trouble with a cat and it's showing, yeah. <laughs> it's, okay, uh, next up. Forget the well, new Seekers. We've had enough of them. We've had, we, let's not talk about them anymore. 28, up from 36, Sacramento. 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 Ooh. You do know this one. Do I? You do know this. Doesn't immediately ring bells, Sacramento. Um, clues? Any clues? Uh, clue. Clue. Um, it would, they would probably they would probably get the same sort of audience as the New Seekers. <laughs> so you're time. looking at something along the same lines. Oh, my word. Um, too early for the doolies. Always it's, too early to hear the doolies. <laughs> it's definitely too early for the doolies. It's definitely um, too early for the doolies. No, I, I don't know. I'll have to pass on that one. Okay. Is it going to be a... It is. Sadly. Middle of the road. 
Oh, middle of the road. Middle of the road. I knew you knew that. Well, I, 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 Sacramento, I know the middle of the road, the band, and the chirpy, yeah. chirpy, cheap, cheap, and yeah. solely, solely, and Tweedledee, 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 Tweedledum. I think, also covered my I little think Jimmy those ones, I don't know whether those ones you're mentioning, though, come before this one or after. Before. Yeah, they, they were big in 70, 71, I think. Right. They were on their way down here. Right. Right. Okay. Twenty-seven down from twenty-two. Got to be there. Got to be there was Michael Jackson. Was it Jackson? Michael Jackson. It was Michael. Yeah. Okay. Go for that. Was indeed. Michael Jackson. Okay. Twenty-six up from thirty-nine. Come what may. Come what may. Was that a Eurovision entry? You know, I think that might have been. By somebody called Vicky Leandros. Yes. Yeah. He shoots. He scores. He scores. That was that was a Eurovision entry, uh, Eurovision entry, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. In the days... We did reasonably well in the Eurovision Song Contest back in those days where where Europe didn't mind us. <laughs> yeah, now with the Brexiteers, can you imagine? We'll never be allowed anywhere near the Eurovision Song Contest again. Uh, Only Cliff not, Richard can save us now. <laughs> <laughs> and it, he's already done it twice. Maybe you can't do it three times. He invented it, didn't he? I think, yeah, yeah. If you win it three oh. times, you just keep the trophy, I think, and they just cancel the I, tournament. I, I, I think so. I think so. But, um, right, where was we? Oh, okay, 25 up from 37. Number 25, I am what I am. I am what I am. I am. Um, thinking of I am, I said, but it's not that. Ooh, which I is I am, I said, that's... Um, um, oh, I know what it is. You're going to work it out? I can't remember who it is now. Think of Pearls. Oh, Neil Diamond. Pearl. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, yeah. Um, cool. Good song. But this is good not. Song. This is I Am What I Am. Yeah, I Am What I Am. Give us a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's a band. Helpful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the sake of saying the name that I know you hate. And it won't be because they're only around in the 60s. I'm going to say, was it Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mickey, Titch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I hate that. I just can't. I'll it give, just makes me cringe every time I I'll hear it. I'll give up. I'll give yeah, up. No, no, do you know what? I could have given them a Dave D story. A Dave D story. This is obviously yeah. a band, but I've never heard of them. All Greyhound. Right, okay. Greyhound. Have you heard of oh, them? Greyhound. Yeah. Greyhound. Um, yeah. I have heard of Greyhound. They had a hit earlier than this then um, called Black and White. It was... Um, I've never heard of them. Bit I've got sort of, a bit sort of reggae, um, ska, that sort of ilk, I would have said. Don't know what nationality they were or whether or not it was a hit in the States. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was... It was yeah, maybe... maybe uh, 
slightly, slightly yeah, runny def- nose. Definitely. I'm no greyhound, but I've never heard of that song. I must admit. Nah. I am what I am. I hope, I, hope I, you, I hope all you listeners are reminiscing and kind of these are bringing back some memories, good and bad, probably, you're thinking. You're probably thinking back to some bloke you was going out with at the time thought, well, I always hated him, you know. And we've suddenly <laughs> reminded you of him or something. Sorry about the that. Thing about, the thing about music, don't it? It just oh. brings you back memories, good or bad. Do you, know, do you know what? I think out of all... Don't want to get too deep here, but out of all the arts... You know, I mean, you've got kind of, you know, you've got music, you've got art, you know, as in paintings, and you've got, like, books. But music is the most immediate, you know? It's like you've only got to hear a couple of bars of a song, you know, literally a couple of seconds, and and, and you can be right back there, you know? Yeah, it's weird. It is. It's a it massive is, and... emotional trigger, and it's a, it's, it's a very powerful thing, music. Right, let's press on. <laughs> but nothing by Cliff Richard was that powerful. <laughs> 24. It's up from 43. It's steer it up. Steer it up. Little uh, darling. Steer it up. No. Steer it up. Steer it up. Steer it. It's steer it up, not stir it up. Yeah. Stir it up. But I think it was steer well, it up. Well, he, he sang it, Steer It Up. It was, well, Bob Marley was a Steer It Up, but I don't know. He didn't have a hit with it, though, did he? No, it's on CBS. It's on CBS. Yeah, it must be some cover you, version you of know it. it you know it. You know it. Stir It Up. You'll, you'll kick yourself. You'll kick yourself. Go on, I have to start kicking then. Tell me. Johnny Nash. Johnny Nash. Yeah, another reggae act. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can see clearly now. <laughs> the rain has gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you won't. You'll be seeing quite clearly because this next one is a, you know, um, classic. I wouldn't say that. It's uh, number twenty-three down from nineteen. It's blue is the colour. Oh God! Oh, I God, can't even yeah. bring myself to say it. No, I don't. Um, it, it, it's uh, a football club. It's so... playing blue, and they they play in the southwest of London. And it begins with C and ends in A, and there's an else in the middle of it. Yeah. Right, else, else in we, the middle of it. I yeah. can't even say that one, but I'm taking the point anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just for our American listeners, I'll tell them it's the Chelsea Football Club. Yeah, we don't want to. Because Chelsea girls are the best in the world for company, as Ian Hunter said. Whoa. And I have to say, my wife, was born in Chelsea. Was she? And she was. I still married her, though. <laughs> so, well, you know. Really? Yeah. My son was born in Chelsea. Oh, right. Born okay. in the Chelsea and Kensington Hospital, or the Kensington Chelsea Hospital, or whatever. Well, that's probably, yeah. probably where, uh, where she was born as well. Yeah. Right, how are we doing? Um, not too bad so far. What, what, what? I keep thinking the cat's behind me. Sorry, I was about to jump. The cat jumps on my shoulder sometimes. She's a bit worrying. The cat thinks it's a parrot. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me jump. 22, down from 14, Mother and Child not Reunion. A, Mother and not Child a dead, Reunion. Good record. Not a dead, not a dead parrot. Um, no, no. It's Paul Simon. 
Paul Simon. That was a good record. I like that record. That's a very good record. Very good very album. Good yeah, very good this one. Self-titled album, I think it was from. Was indeed. Everyone thinks thinks this is his debut album, but it wasn't. I think it's his second. Next. Next. This one's for the next week. I need I need a bell. Next. <laughs> Four candles. This, one, this one's for the lounge suite, okay? <laughs> oh, the communist quiz. <laughs> for, the, for the lounge suite. Carry on. Tell for me. the lounge suite. Do you know what? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Ray Dancer or Ray Dancer? I, well, I know it anyway. And it, it, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it's marmalade. Yeah. I thought you'd know yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's raw. I don't know. Is it, I don't know. Is it raw Dancer? Yeah. I, I don't think they... I think they say the name of the title in the song, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad record. No, not a bad record. Not a bad record. Not a bad record. I do remember that. I do remember that. And Marmalade had a few hits around that time, didn't I? Are we in the top 20 yet? We're on the top 20 down from 17. Too Beautiful to Last. Oh. Too Beautiful to Last. What well, sounds like a... It sounds like a girl singer. No? Whoa, do you want that as a clue? <laughs> what, are you saying yes or no? You're um, trying to wheedle it out of me. I, I am, yeah. Uh, too beautiful to last. Well, we got okay, him on the ropes think, here. For, forget that question. Give me the clue. I'll give you the clue. If you've got a clue. Bit of an old timer. Bit of an old timer. I haven't even got sex out of him there. Um, but, but a bit smooth. Oh, it's got to be male then, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, an old timer, 72. Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, well done. Woo! Not half. Well, pulled that one out of the bag. Not half, indeed. Out of the bag. You did, you did. 19 down one place. Until it's time for you to go. The King. Elvis Presley. Elvis. <laughs> not one of his most... You said the yeah. King. I thought you said the Kinks. <laughs> no, not the Kinks. Uh, good one. Good one. 18, down two. What is life? What is life was not... George Harrison, it would have been it would be Olivia Newton-John. Was indeed. Yeah, she did a cover of it. Yeah. As as pointed out on the podcast on Friday night, my dad, Cambridge School, grammar school, high school, whatever it was, way back in the <clears throat> 30s, 30s probably. Um, yeah, Olivia Newton-John, sorry, her dad was, was my dad's old headmaster at school. So we're like almost related. <laughs> yeah. And she might be in the Rock Hall of Fame soon, I heard the other day. Yeah. Or might possibly be nominated in, in, uh, in a short while. How could she be ever considered above the qual? Well, I don't know, to be fair. Mind you, um, Jeff did want an Australian, and she is an Australian, isn't she? She is Australian, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I like this next round. Number 17 down, uh, down from 21. Run, run, run. You like it. Yeah. Run, run, run. Run, run, run. Was it Joe Gunn? Joe, yeah. Joe Gunn? Joe, Joe, no, Joe Gunn. Joe, yeah. Joe, 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 two Joes. Yeah, do you, remember, do you remember the record? I do vaguely, yeah. I couldn't sing it for you. No, I, I don't think they were around very long. No. This next one is obviously on the way down at this point. It's 16 it? down from seven. It's an easy one. It's American Pie. Oh, oh. Could it be Don McLean? <laughs> Certainly is. That, that's a long, long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I can still remember. Fifteen yeah. down from twelve. It's one of those nights. Not one it's of one those of, nights. No, or one of these nights either. Um, no, it's one, one of those it's, nights. It's one of those nights. Mm -hmm. I need a clue there. I feel. Well, we were talking about them a little while ago. Funny enough. What today? Yeah, uh, just 20 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. Aren't you? Oh, really? D during this chart, their name come up. Ooh, and I was wrong. Or I was just... No, no, we were discussing it in relation to something else. What was the uh, what was the song title again? It's One of Those Nights. Oh, we were we talking just... about it was something else and we ended up bringing that. I brought them into it, I think. Um, five seconds starting from now. All right. Um, 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 two, uh, one. No, uh, Partridge family. The Partridge family, Partridge family. Okay, I actually remember that record. I obviously right. was, I obviously was a closet Partridge family fan. You must. Partridge family and new seekers. I'm making a note of this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are we in the top ten yet? Uh, I need one. We are. We are nearly. We're number fourteen. Uh, oh, right. still got a while to go. Okay, well, go right. on, no, we're, we're going to. We, you're doing well. The next few are easy. Floyd yeah. Joy. Supremes. Nice. Thirteen down from six. Meet me on the corner. Oh, great song. Linda's farm. Classic. Although I liked, I liked the next single from them, Lady Eleanor, and that remains a big favourite track of mine. Good song too. Yeah. Personally, I think I prefer Meet Me on the Corner, but um, they they did some classics. I mean, Fog and the Time was that around them, wasn't it as well? Yeah, and they had two great albums out. I can't remember the name of them. One had Ooh. a brown cover, one had a yellow cover. But, yeah. Run for Home later on in the seventies. Yeah, that was, was good song. as well. That was good. That okay. Was good. I'm, okay, I'm over twelve. Half. Number I'm over 12. 50%. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're doing well. 12 up from 27. Uh, it's a double A side. Deborah, one inch rock. Uh, well, it's either T Rex, or maybe it was because it was originally released in the 60s, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was indeed Tyrannosaurus Rex. Good. 11 up from 20. Crying, laughing, loving, lying. Sounds in the right state, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> He's having a bad time. <laughs> And you know crying. why? <laughs> crying, um, laughing, loving, yeah. lying. Um, a clue time, clue. 
Oh, I don't know what. Right. If I tell you this, I think you'll know. But I'll tell. I've seen him on the bill with Stiff. Stiff Richard. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a classic. Jacket this over is the, this is the classic incident. This is this You've is. You've got the, to tell people is, about this. This is yeah, yeah. You you went to see Kate Bush, didn't you? I, I, I went to see what it was. It was a it was a fiftieth anniversary of the London LSO, hundred and fifty years. I don't know. It was some kind of you know anniversary of the LSO at the Albert Hall, which is a great venue, as you all know. And as part of their anniversary. Kate Bush was doing a couple of songs. And, of course, Kate Bush was massive at the time. And, as you know, I'm a big Kate Bush fan. And I know in America she doesn't score so high on the charts. But over here, every album, number one, I think, every single pretty much top five or number one, she was big. Um, anyway, so Kate Bush was on the bill. Labby Sifri was on the bill. I've just gave it away. I've just told you who it was. Was it Labby Sifri? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I won't. I'll, I won't take that one. No. And Cliff Richard was on the bill. Well, Cliff yeah. Richard come on, and um, I was sitting about four or five rows from the front, and Cliff come on. He did a great version of Carrie. You know, not that yeah. I'm a big Cliff fan, but I thought that was a good oh. record. And then yeah. you know, he, he sort of took his jacket off and swung it over his shoulder like this, and was strutting about on the stage. And he went, and it was funny because everyone was there to see Kate Bush. And every time Cliff spoke, about five or six women in their late 40s or 50s kind of screamed at the back of the album hall and ah, Cliff, you know. And he slung his jacket over his shoulder and went, I'm not kind of used to this uh, playing with an orchestra. I'm more used to the drumming in the heavy rock and roll scene. And this guy sitting about four people up from me went, wanker. And everybody heard it, including Cliff. And it was so funny. I mean, the drumming in the heavy rock and roll scene, Cliff. He's, he's been on the source, I think. Although he would, <laughs> he wouldn't, know. he wouldn't, he wouldn't go on the source, would he? Not Cliff. Oh, don't. It was, and it was, it was quite funny because as this bloke said wanker. Everyone started laughing. The whole place yeah. started, you know. And Cliff must have heard it because we was all giggling under our breath. Quite of course, this is a UK, a UK term of abuse. To be fair, yeah, not often heard in America. No. But of course, if you if if you want to bring it up in future conversation, please do. <laughs> okay, I won't take Labby Sifri because you did give me a bit too much of a clue there. We won't take Labby Sifri then. Okay, but no, yeah, no. yeah. So, but yeah, stiff. I mean, he came across as such an idiot that night. He really did. Yeah. I mean, it was just you know, I'm more used to the heavy drumming in the rock and roll scene. Well, not really, Cliff. You know, you're a middle of the road artist. You know. Can't see much heavy drumming in your rock records. Anyway, the next one you're going to know is up one place. This is a great record from a great album, Heart of Gold. Neil Young. Yes, indeed. And next yes, one's yeah. a non-mover. Oh, we love a non-mover. We love a non-mover. Trouble is, I can't pronounce it. Uh, right. Desiderata. 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 D-E-S-I-D-E-R-A-T-A. -E -E Desiderata. Desiderata. I've got to mm. admit, I've never heard of it. No, it's, I think I'll just pass on that one. Pass on that one. Is Le Crane, L-E-S Crane, 
French. Is like Klein. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you'll be all right on the next one. Down four places, well, though. This is a great record, number eight. Alone again, naturally. Oh, yes. Gilbert. Gilbert, Gilbert. O'Sullivan. Probably one. one of the first, first albums. The hardest night I got in the 60s. The first album in the 70s I remember getting. Actually, no, maybe I got a Mungo Jerry album. But maybe we bought ourselves, me and my brother, was Gilbert O'Sullivan, back to front album. Although that wasn't on it. It was from the mm. same year. He could mm. write a tune. He could write Gilbert a tune. O'Sullivan, yeah. 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 Yeah, and he had quite a few hits, didn't he, for a time? He, he had, had a few, a yeah. Successful albums. He had quite some, you know. A couple of number ones he had. For yeah. people that Claire. don't know, he was a singer-songwriter, wasn't he? Piano singer. He was. He used to He has to have this image initially with his first single and the first album of a little, the little guy on a piano with cropped hair and he had a flat cap on, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah, he sort of looked like, sort of like someone who'd just come down the chimney or something. Out of some he did. Or, or, or maybe, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, maybe in the, uh, in Oliver Twist or something. Maybe yeah, that's in the, uh, yeah. That sort of thing. Um, then he changed his image for Claire, and he had, I don't know. He, he grew his cur- hair. Curly hair and stuff, didn't he? Yeah. But, yeah. He, you know, hair or no hair, he could write a good song. Okay, next. <laughs> next. The hair had nothing to do with it. No. Next up. Right, seven, up from 13, Young New Mexican Puppeteer. Oh, my word. Dear Lord. I have no idea. I quite like this one as a kid. Don't know it. I won't even bother with a clue. Because I'm over half of them, right? So You're going to kick yourself on this one. It's Tom Jones, mate. It's Tom, Tom Jones. Jones. I was going to say Tom Jones, just it's as you the said. the legendary Tom. Can't stand Tom Jones, to be fair. <laughs> i tell you what I do like. Um, hang on. Not Green Green Grass at home. Uh, Delilah? No, um, uh, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. Oh, okay. And you know what I like about that? Nothing to do with Tom Jones. No. I'll tell you what I like. I like the brass section in it. You know, he goes, it's not unusual to have fun with did, anyone. Did it? Da, da, did, da, did it? It's really... Did, well, it, it starts in the brass, isn't it? Did, yeah. Did it? It's so sort of evocative of the 60s and, you know, it's just got a great groove to it. And it's a good may well have been May well have been his first. It's certainly his first number one. It might even be his record. first It all went downhill. Off, I don't know. Oh, okay. absolutely. Um, next one's a good record, actually. Number six, Hold Your Head Up. Uh, Argent. Yeah. Number five, uh, Up Free, Sweet Talking Guy. Sweet talking guy. Was it the chiffons? It was indeed. Re- re-release then? It was indeed. Okay. Up from 15 to 4. <laughs> I always laugh. This record makes me laugh. This record, everyone's got a lot of lyrics in it. Back off Boogaloo. Back off Boogaloo was bongo. Ringo Starr. Yeah. The whole record features one lyric, doesn't it? Back off Boogaloo. I said, back, back off, off Boogaloo. Boogaloo. I said, back off Boogaloo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I was getting hold your head up in my mind there when you're singing. Hold your head up. Right. Down one. Big steel or borrow. Big steel or borrow. There we go. Now, that was the Eurovision. I mentioned it earlier. We talked about it earlier. And it's the New Seekers. We're going to talk about it again. It's the New Seekers. Number one. Oh. 
Oh, it's a number one. It's not exactly what I'd call a corker, but, you know, it's one of the old, you know, well, you know, we'll talk about it later. Amazing Grace. Oh, my word. Well, this was, I mean, getting the full title of this band deserves about five <laughs> it's, points. It's a bit long-winded. I don't know how they squeezed it it's, onto the record, you know. It's probably something like the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards and Pipes. I'll let, I'll, yeah, we'll let you have that. It's the Pipes and Drums and the Military Band of the Royal Scots Dragoon Guard with Dozy D. Biggie <laughs> <laughs> just to make the bloody out, but to make it as long as possible. On backing vocals, yeah, yeah. But Dave and, D, Dave D. I'm going to say this, Dave D. Dave D. I mean, they were, again, they weren't big in the states, but they had a, a few hits over here, including a number, a couple of number ones, I think. Uh, Leg yeah, Legend of Xanadu was by then. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, when he uh, he got the old whip out, didn't he? Um, Oh, and know. yeah, Dave D, uh, the singer, um, was a copper in the early sixties, a policeman in the early sixties in the south. Oh yeah, you told story, yeah. Southwest sort of part of England, and uh, he was stationed at the uh, constabulary uh, close to where Eddie Cochran died uh, in a taxi taken into the airport, yeah. uh, along <clears> with <throat> along with. Gene Vincent and um, Eddie Cochran's girlfriend, I think, was in the car. So Sharon, Sharon Teeley or Keeley or something like that. Um, they survived, although Gene Vincent was injured severely. I think he died about 10 years later. But yeah, yeah. Um, all of Eddie Cochran's belongings were held at this constabulary, police constabulary, where Dave D worked. And he has said, that he first learned to play the guitar on Eddie Cochran's Gretsch guitar, which was held at that police station. Classic. And then he came up with a name like Dave D. Dozy Beaky Mickey. Yeah, it all went a bit wrong there. I just, I just think that's a ridiculous name for a band. Yeah. Yeah. But one funny thing is with this, with this number one record. Um, yeah. One of the things, because you know, not only not only everybody will we be doing a chart thing, you know, there's other things we'd like to discuss, and if you'd like to listen, then that will be fantastic. But you know, me and Big C were discussing a while ago, you know, that records come out now and again, and they're the sort of records that are aimed at people that don't buy records. And this number one, Amazing Grace, is just this kind of record, isn't it? You know, you know it there those. are these records. And as I say, I, I've worked in a record shop for a time and you'd get people come in. And if they were buying a record like that, they didn't even know what to do. You know, do you go up to the counter? Do you try and find the sleeve? You know, they didn't. It was almost like mm. they walked in to buy something that they never knew how to buy. It. You know, what do I do? You know, yeah. I'd like to buy a record. How do I go about it? You know. You know, it was kind of um, you, and, and you, must have, you, you now and again get these records that come out which are aimed at people who don't buy records, and sometimes yeah. they chart very highly, and they're normally they crap, if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, I think they you can, and I think you have. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, maybe it's an English or British thing. Uh, yeah, I don't is know it, in America. Is, does it happen in the states? Do they have? Well, that's that's a good yeah. good question. I don't really know. We've had some over the years. Yeah. I mean. Telly Savalas talking his way through through David Gates' if or Brent's if 
I mean, yeah. it's got to go down. Whispering graphs by um, the two guys out of it ain't half yeah, hot mum. Winston Davis, Donna Stell, Donna Stell, Davis. Donna Stell was singing, but Winston Davis was just piping with his little comments like he does on the yeah. comment on the sitcom. Um, oh, there were so many of these sort of novelty records, as I suppose they're called. Novelty records. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. We'd have to do some research whether or not in America they had so much success, these novelty records. I mean, the thing is, in America, they it's so huge, the country, 50 states or whatever. Now, for a song to get to number one, it's got to be pretty popular. I wouldn't say all over the country, but in a lot, a lot, a lot of states. And it's got to be played on the radio which is a key thing to the American charts as well. Over here, we only really, 60s, 70s, what do we have? One radio station? Whoa. If, it was played, if it was played on Radio 1, it would get in we the charts. We had chart. one radio station, which was Radio 1, which played chart music, basically. Yes. And late That's at night, exactly. you might get one or two hours of kind of rock or indie or something along those lines, you know. Tommy Vance. Tommy like on Banks. a Friday or a Saturday night radio, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, Peel, yeah, yeah, you just didn't hear that. You didn't hear rock. Yeah, John Peel was was. No. Uh, we had a to totally himself, different really. radio situation here to what they had in the states. I mean, in the states, yeah. you could drive through any state, be it in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and you could tune in to rock or soul or you know various different types of music. But over here, you had Radio One, and that was it. How rock bands ever made any? got anywhere over here i don't know but we just used to buy the album didn't we we bought the album we and we trusted that we liked the band you know yeah you never heard true. anything there I, was no singles I, you know i bet when you're traveling around in your car in the states you didn't find oh i must find one of those novelty record stations <laughs> i want i want telly savalas yeah, that was a rubbish record, wasn't it? I mean, that was. A... I want little Jimmy Osmond or or whatever it was. It's sort of a gimmicky record. Yeah. It was a nine-year-old kid. It wasn't. I hate to say it, but it wasn't a bad tune. But you know, long, it was just long this little Liverpool. nine-year-old uh, kid singing it. It was pretty awful. Mother of Mine, Neil Reed. Do you remember that? Oh. I think he won <laughs> Opportunity Knocks or New New Feces. Sorry, Faces. Um, who, who was that winner? Well, Neil Reed. It was Mother Neil of Mine. Reed, Neil Reed, Mother of yeah. Mine. That was number one, wasn't it? Uh, it might have been. Might not have been. It was close. It was another one of those novelty hits. Actually, 72 that we just did later on in the year, there was a classic, Lieutenant Pigeon. Or is it Lieutenant Pigeon? Yeah. We say, left, we say Lieutenant, don't we? It was basically a band who had their mum come in and play the upright piano. So you've got some old deer on the upright knocking it yeah. out with this kind of rock band. That was their gimmick, wasn't it? Probably the only number one single to feature a mother and son in yeah. the band. Yeah. That was number one, yeah. Yeah. Mouldy old doe. Mouldy old doe. Yeah, I didn't, buy it. I didn't like it. On Decca Records. I yeah, think you remember getting... I, funnily enough, we didn't get Moldy Old Doe as a single, as a seven-inch single here. That was number one. Uh, but I, for some reason, I remember buying the follow-up single, which was probably about a number 42 hit or something, which was called Desperate Dan, Yeah, yeah. which sounded very much like 
mouldy old dough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't admit to owning that one, Carl. Without <laughs> the charm, without the charm of mouldy old dough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, there are other subjects we can talk about. We don't have to just uh, go through the charts, although. Yeah, it's and then good they fun disappeared, didn't they? I think they had two records and virtually disappeared, didn't they? That band, sort of, you know. Who, Lieutenant Pigeon? Yeah, didn't they just disappear? You know, after that? they just they just flew away, <laughs> and didn't and didn't find their way home. Yeah. Poor old Lieutenant Pigeon. But so there's um, there's some of the other things we'll be talking about. Novelty records. I was just thinking of, you know, informing other, any listeners we may have or may not have. Yeah, other things, some of the things we'll be talking about. Things like well, you know, in the future. Sort of absolutely banging I hate that word, but absolute classic albums. And I mean albums that there isn't a duff track on and people will say them but there aren't that many of them necessarily no. i mean that that actually every track is it's nothing you know these days you just skip over it yeah uh, i mean, even the beatles have had one that i'd skip over we won't mention that yeah Revol- revolution nine revolution yeah. uh a load of dirge that is yeah. well that's um, one thing we'll be bringing up in the future isn't it We'll be discussing yes. that. Bands and uh, artists that have got cracking albums, not a bum track on. And of course, we'll be discussing real stinkers. Stinkers. Disappointing albums, you mean. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Disappointing albums by maybe your favourite artist. You think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that album. And then you listen to it and you think, oh, God, no. <laughs> you get it over. No. 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 <laughs> Oh, no, definitely yeah. not. Uh, I can think. Of, I can think of absolutely loads. So many lo- loads of topics we can discuss, and I'm sure we will do. Uh, we can get we can get other people involved. Uh, I've said this, suggested it at least to uh, to Shaggy that we could get uh, other other people on on mm. Zoom. Uh, it really will be like celebrity squares on the screen, then, won't it? Yeah, um, Zoom in. All these different people. Maybe a couple of the guys on uh, in the studio in in Cleveland. Yeah, if anyone wants to discuss um, their best or crappiest albums, we, we're there. We're yeah. there. But no, great opening tracks on albums. I mean, there's so many different subjects we can talk about, and other people can. Josh another can little come thing. On another, and another complain little about thing. the letter F. He can complain about the letter F on the title for if he wants. I mean, we don't mind. Another thing, double A sides where one side was never played. Yes. But it was and, a double well, A side single. Where the B sides became more famous than the intended A sides. Yeah. Classic example That's being Maggie one. May. Yeah. Maggie May, of course. Uh, that was a great song. But yeah, actually, song. the B side of Reason to Believe. Oh, was that a B side? Was, was Maggie May an that, actual That B-side? wasn't even a double A side. That was intended oh, right, as a B right, side. Right. Yeah. I was talking about double A sides where you always got one favoured the other one. But of course, yeah. yeah there fair are enough. examples of where a B side was better than the A side. Yeah. When, you, when we say better, I mean, they, the, the record company decide, or whoever it is, that that's going to be played more. And that ends up getting like yeah. Maggie May got to the chart. I mean, Miss You and. Far Away Eyes by the Rolling Stones was a double A side, but do you ever hear Far Away Eyes? You know, I remember. Girl do you remember, with the do you remember, Far Away Eyes. Do you remember Shardai? Remember Shardai? Shardai, I remember, yeah. Your, love is, your love is King. Your Love is King had Smooth smooth Operator on the B side. Yeah. And then Smooth Operator come out on the A side. And people were coming into the record shop where I was working going, 
got smooth upright on the 12 inch. I said, have you got your lavish king? I go, go and have a look on the other side. It's on there. <laughs> They're like, oh, I've got uh, it already, have I? Yeah, you've got it already. You must have had fun in these record shops. Oh, it's good fun in the record shops, yeah. yeah. All these, all these that old was, Do you know what? That, out of all the jobs I ever had, even working in guitar shops and stuff like that, my favourite job was working in a record shop. I loved mm. it. It's good fun. Good fun. Good you fun. must have had old folks coming in around Christmas time looking for a, the latest either Foster and Allen maybe records uh, <laughs> or, 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 uh, or, or, or James Last. James, James Last. <laughs> now, James Last. I love James Last, for anyone who don't know, was a Dutch guy. I think he was Dutch who uh, was kind of blonde, typical Dutch with the beard and the moustache. And he had the James Last Orchestra. And he used to release, he had about 80 or 90 albums out on Polydor at one time. I mean, and we're, I remember we counted them up in the big book. In the Maybe he should be in a rock yeah. hall of fame. And I mean, but they're all the same. But they Make the Party Last by James Last, volume 29. James Last plays Abba. James Last played, James Last used to wreck everything. Ah, oh, we used to have some great afternoons with James Last. Mm. I love Make the Party Last with James Last. Oh, Make the Party Die with James Last. (laughs) No. And there was those awful, and he'd always be on the front, James Last, you know, with a bow tie on and his tuxedo, grinning, while two scantily clad women were sort of sitting behind him, sipping cocktails or something, you know. The very 70s covers, you know, which he used to get. Like the Top of the Pops albums. Yeah, which featured pretty near naked women on the front you know and they're all cover versions of chart songs yeah and they were. I, I must have not a great fan of char, uh, cover versions of chart songs no no it wasn't it wasn't but it was it was it was um it was cheap and the covers were great you know i mean <laughs> you've had some times you've had some times you've had some times what a different no year 1972 was there's some good songs in there. I think it got better as the year went on, actually. But I do. quite happy I do. with, uh, what do we get, 25, 29 out of 40. That's yeah, very not to be Not to be sneezed at. Not to be sneezed, not to be sneezed. I say, I'm happy if I get half of them. Yeah, but we, can't, we ca- can't go much further than, I don't know, whether it would be the 80s, whether the 90s, I don't know. We could try one in the 90s at some point. Well, I, I, you know, I mean... But the 21st think, you know, century. Yeah. No. You know, let's stick around 70s, 80s, 60s for now and, you know... And see how it goes, yeah. Let's and, let the good times month. roll and we'll worry about that when we've, uh, you know... In a month. down the, the road. Uh, yeah. The, the big hits. Well, it was, it was in the day where the charts, singles charts, actually mattered, I would say. That's right. Um... That's I'd be called an old fogey for saying that, no doubt. But yeah, they actually mattered. You know, people appearing on top of the pops on a Thursday night yeah. were guaranteed a hit, weren't they? On well, on I, the, sun, on the Sunday quite, when the chart came out. Yeah, I didn't quite realise how the, the program Top of the Pops in England, which was you know a program where you know the pops. people went on. The yeah, pops. people went on the mind the pops, yeah, mind to that records. But yeah. until I worked in a record shop, and if we were ringing up Aldwyn Records, and that band or artist was on top of the pops or the pops that night, 
Yeah. We knew we had to order more because Friday yeah. lunchtime, they want to be coming in buying the record. So yeah. it made a difference, you know. But, yeah, I mean, another thing as well, if you go back to those times, the demographic was different because the big part of the population was um, young kids into teenagers. That was mm. the massive part of the population from the age of, the, you know, the baby boom of the 60s coming into the 70s. Do you know what I mean? We had a yeah. massive teenage young populations. Hence, we had street violence, football violence, and the crazy times that went with it. We did. It was a yep. different era. Now we've got an aging population. But you think yeah. about it. You know, it was like nearly everybody was a teenager. Nearly everybody was young. And, mm. and we didn't have video games then. Music was a much bigger deal then. It was a much mm. bigger deal. And everyone, you know, most people were into music, as you know, kids particularly. And people used to have to sell, well, I don't know, 15, 20 times what they have to sell now to get to number one. You know, mm. the competition was fierce. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now you can sort of sell like probably a couple of thousand and you're, you're in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, it, it, singles were singles. I mean, nowadays, you release an album and I know it's a changing time and there's a lot of downloads and streaming, but I mean, when you had Sheeran, for example, just picking him out of the top, off the top of my head, releases an album, suddenly 18 from that album tracks are in the top 20. Yeah. I mean, what's the point in that? Yeah. How do you, you know? Yeah. How are you going to know how many consecutive number ones he's had? Yeah, when I, I, you know, I, I, all 18 of them are in the chart. I, as I say, it's not the same now. It's not the same. But the single, the, same. the single and the album, I mean, yeah, both. I mean, the single was very important as an entity and the album was very important. And we seem to have lost the importance of the single and the album now, really. It's kind of just... Well, and, or, you know, and the songwriting, of course, and the songwriting. Well... It, 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 you know, a lot of it is disposable. There's a lot of good stuff around now, don't get me wrong, but it ain't going to get in the charts. And albums and, I suppose, well, gigs, but of course, I, I, I had 20 gigs lined up this year. A lot of them have been put back to <laughs> next year now, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let's hope, um, let's hope that's going to come to an end soon. Well, we better, I don't know, we better, I don't know what sort of time we got. I think we probably ought to wind it up. Um, we better all wind it up. We, we, I think is, we've um, Shaggy there. Are you listening? There, oh, yeah, I'm here, buddy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, about hour 22. Yeah, I think, how are we done? Yeah, whenever you guys are ready. Yeah, we can, we can fade out. I think we've, we've just about covered what we want to cover. We've got lots of things we can talk yeah. about in the future. Um, but for the moment, we better sign off. Yeah. Big C, Slim Nick from across the pond. Um, so a, a few thanks, yeah. Genuine thank you to anyone that is watching on Facebook Live or is going to listen or is listening on uh, wherever this is going to be posted to yeah, Anchor. Thank definitely, you very much. um, yeah, Anchor for sure. Thanks, to, start. thanks to Shaggy, of course, who without whom, etc., etc. Yeah, um, um, and he's enabled us to just get on here and chat rubbish about music for <laughs> however long we like um yeah what else can i say in the meantime everyone have a great night a great week we should be back next week 
for Thank off you very the record. Much, for off the record. Um, one, well, I can give, can I give CBW Radio a plug there, uh, Shaggy? Oh, yeah. Anything you want, brother. I was going to say, <laughs> don't forget, listen to CBW Radio. Um, yes, Shaggy's masterpiece. Um, you can get it, Radio Resurrected. It is Radio Resurrected. It's the rebirth of radio. We are the birthplace of radio. CBW is the uh, rebirth of radio. Um, you can get it via the Live 365 free app. Or you can go to the cbwproductioncompany.com website. You can request whatever the hell you want. Um, Jeff Stritch is on every weekday uh, in US time, of course, 6 a.m. to mid uh, to noon. So I, I don't know how he sounds so fresh every day at 6 a.m. Yeah, I don't I dread to think, to be perfectly honest. Um, <laughs> And, um, of course, that would be this uh, in, across the pond here. It's 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, plus, Shaggy himself has got his, uh, his own show, his own Shaggaday night after party uh, on Saturday night. So he'll, well, basically, he bops until he drops uh, from, mid, from midnight to probably, I don't know, 3, 4 a.m. So, again, here. We're talking eight, eight or nine a.m. You'll finish here on a Sunday morning. Um, so yeah, I think there's not else we can say. Anything you want to say, Slim? Just that it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope anyone listening has enjoyed it. Us rattling on, and um, you know, I hope we've jogged a few memories of things, and you know, hope we can all meet again soon. Well, I've enjoyed it. And I'm sure you've enjoyed it. it. So hopefully everyone else, if if we enjoy it, people might enjoy seeing us enjoy it. I've enjoyed it. That's the main (laughs) thing. So in true John Lennon fashion, I'll just say I'd like to thank everyone on behalf of Slim Nick and myself. And I hope we pass the audition. Not off. Thank you very much.